0: Welcome to Saving Grace Church, located in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Our mission at Saving Grace Church is to love God, love others, and reach the world for Christ. We hope that this message brings you closer to God and helps strengthen your walk with Christ. Because all Christ has done for us, because of all Jesus has done for us, And that's why we're saying because of all Jesus has done for us, let us serve. Paul says this, if there is any encouragement in Christ... In other words, if you have received encouragement from Jesus, if you have received any comfort from His love, if you have received any participation in the Holy Spirit, if you have received God's affection and sympathy, do it for others. First Samuel 12, 24 says, only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. And so I was thinking, okay, have I received any encouragement in Christ? Oh man. We were singing about. We were singing about what God has done for us. All my sins have been washed away. What an encouraging thought. What an encouragement. Every single sin I have ever committed, every sin I ever will commit, I don't want to sin, but all my sins have been paid for. What other encouragement have we received from Christ? When we believe in Jesus, He gives us eternal life. He adopts us as His sons and daughters. We are one with Christ. All that Jesus did, all His rewards, we are joint heirs and share with His rewards. Oh, the encouragements. We could spend all night just talking about all the encouragement we've received in Jesus. And He says, if you have received these kinds of encouragements, then do this. Become like Jesus. Adopt His mindset. The word mind is used twice in this passage. He says, being in full of court, or three times, he says, complete my joy by being of the same mind. In other words, have the same mind that Jesus did. And then he says, have this mind among yourselves. In other words, this is a Mindset. I want to have in my mind that because of all the benefits and joys and wonderful things Jesus has done for me, I want to serve others. Not to try to earn it, because it's all a gift from Him. But I want to serve others. And so, Paul also goes on and he says, we should serve others to imitate Jesus. The ultimate servant, servant. And so he says, "Have this mind among yourselves. make this your mindset, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Isn't this incredible? God, Jesus, the creator of the universe. The one who made the stars. And the galaxies. The One who created the mountain ranges. The One who created all of the sequoia trees. The One who created every insect and every animal. The One who, who maintains this whole universe. Became a servant. A lowly servant. He was born. He became a human being. In order to serve us. Us. He took the form of a servant. Remember when He washed the disciples' feet? This is in John 13. It says, When He had washed their feet and put on His outer garments and resumed His place, He said to them, Do you understand what I've done to you? You call Me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. He's saying, I am the Lord. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. That was, that was a humbling thing that Jesus did. You know what? Back in those days, I assume this, I have read this, most people wore sandals. And they walked on dirt roads. They didn't have asphalt highways, they didn't have cement sidewalks, they walked on dirt roads, and I read in one place, one person said that there were lots of oxen and donkeys and camels and flocks of sheep that people would bring from the country into the city, and these flocks of sheep and these oxen and these donkeys, well, it said in this article, it says, not to put too fine a point on it, but there was a lot of poop on the road. And, and this person also said that there would have been carts, that would, carts driving down the roads that would smash all the poop into the road. And so you're walking on the road, and when you came into somebody's house, your feet would stink. This was gross. This wasn't like they just had a little bit of dust on them. And so, normally, when someone hosted people and brought them into their house, the host wouldn't wash their feet. That was the job of a household servant. Or one place I said they would make their wives do it. But the host of the house would never do it because it was so gross. And so when the apostles all came together, or the disciples with Jesus, none of them did it. None of them were going to wash. I'm not washing that stink off of your feet. None of them were doing it. And Jesus just blew their minds when He did it. And He washed their feet. And He said, If I, your Lord and Teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. So, we are to humble ourselves. We're to do things at times that we don't feel like doing. I'm glad I don't have to wash people's feet when they come to my house. <laughs> but we're to humble and we're to serve others even at times when it's unpleasant. And we can only do this by asking God to help us and give us the grace to do it. But we're doing it to imitate Jesus. I want to imitate Jesus. You know, I've, I've done a lot of funerals over the years of people who love Jesus. Jesus. And, and what, what's interesting, and I, I read this once, I read some, somebody said this, when you think about your life, think about what you would want people to say at your funeral. And I've heard people at funerals say, she was the most Christ-like woman I ever knew. She was the biggest servant I ever knew. Or he was, he was the biggest servant that I ever knew in my life. And I thought, oh, that's, that's the kind of thing that I would want people to say at my funeral. You know, that, that makes me think, am I, am I living this kind of life? I want to be a servant. And, and I think that all of you do too. Because Jesus puts that desire in us to, to be like Him when He saves us. And so we, we want to imitate Jesus. And so, very a very good thing to do is to think, well, what would Jesus do in this situation? He would serve this person. What would Jesus do with this person who is hard to love, who comes up to you and is just really hard to love? What would Jesus do? He would love them. He would serve them. What's another reason we should serve? Well, we should serve others to bring glory to God. When we serve others, when we imitate Jesus, it brings glory to God. And so, in 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then it says in 1 Peter 4.11, it says, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one by the strength that God supplies... In order that in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. So, when we serve, we're to do it for the glory of God. We're not to serve for our own glory. We're to serve to glorify God. And it does. When people see us serving others, and especially if they know that we're Christians, that, that glorifies God. Because they say that, boy, I knew Mark years ago and he would never have done that if Jesus hadn't changed him. It glorifies God when we serve others. And when, this is, this is something that really strikes me. When we serve others, we're not just doing it to them, we're, we're doing it to Jesus. We may not realize it, but when we serve others, we're serving Jesus. And so Jesus said, you know, he said in Matthew 25, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he'll sit on his glorious throne, and before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a separation Isn't that incredible? I think, I think we're all going to be surprised in heaven. And I, I can't wait to see God reward you, so many of you in heaven, because you serve, you do things for other people, and you're not even thinking of this at the time, but you're doing it to Jesus you give something to the poor, you're doing it to Jesus. You serve somebody, you you take care of somebody who's sick, you do it to Jesus. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like we're doing that much. You're doing it to the Lord. Anytime you do something to serve somebody else. So, we should do it to do to jesus well well, how should we serve we serve by counting others more significant than ourselves philippians 2 3 we read this do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves in other words we're to think lord i just want to consider this person is more significant than me and that's hard to do sometimes Isn't that hard to do when maybe someone is weak or someone is struggling in some way? We can think, oh, I'm I'm better than that person. But we are to count them or consider them more significant than themselves. We're to think, well, right now, Lord, this person is more important than me. I need to put their interests above my interests. I need to think more about their concerns than my concerns. That's what this means. And that's serving. You know, we we so often just look only to our own interests, but we serve by looking to the interests of others. Let each of you, Philippians 2.4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. You know, it's so easy to just look to our own interests. Oh, I have so much I have to do today. And someone, there's a need. Someone, wants, maybe your mom or dad wants, needs your help cleaning your room or cleaning the house. Or maybe it's a, a neighbor needs some help. Or maybe you want to do something. There's so many days. I want to I do something. I have something planned. And then something else comes up. And I think, oh, Lord, help me. Help me look to the interests of others. I just so want to look to my own interests. You know, I want, I, I have things that I want to do during the day, and then Christy says, Hey Mark, would you be able to do this project today? And I think, help me, Lord. <laughs> I need to look to Christy's interests, not my own. And God will. God does help us. But, but I, I can't tell you, that's going to come up. That, that'll happen. And it's good to think of others not, not only just when it comes up s- spontaneously, but sometimes it's good to just think, how can I, how can I serve others? How can I bless others? How can I, is there somebody who needs my help today? Is there somebody I know who's sick? Is there somebody I could maybe text and just see how they're doing? Is there somebody I could give a phone call to? And I know so many of you do that. But that's, that's one way that we serve is by looking to the interests of others. Here's another way that God calls us to serve. Wholeheartedly. This is a good one. And again, I need Jesus' grace to do this. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as to the Lord, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. See, when we serve, we're to do it wholeheartedly. And again, the only way we can do that is by asking God to help us to do that. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to do this wholeheartedly as unto You, because in myself I don't feel like it. We, and He will do that. And He's done it for me many, many times. Especially when it's something I don't necessarily enjoy doing. But God will help us. And we need God's grace. And we need to remind ourselves we are serving the Lord Christ. Remember Jesus said, whenever you visited a sick person, whenever you did this to help this person in prison or whatever, you did it to me. So I need to remind myself, I'm serving the Lord Christ. I don't, some, of you, some of you may be babysitting from time to time. I know that there are some of the teenagers do some babysitting. Well, that can be hard. It can be hard to babysit a one-year-old who's just walking around and grabbing everything. And you're saying, no, no, don't go behind the TV. No, don't grab those wires. No, no. And you just get exhausted. But when you're doing it for that little one-year-old, you're doing it for Jesus. You're serving that person's parents. We're not doing it, we don't serve to be seen by others. We do it to serve the Lord. And so, it's, Jesus said in Matthew 23, verses 1-11, through 11, He said to the crowds and to His disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees, they do all their deeds to be seen by others. For they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi or teacher. By others. But you are not to be called rabbi or teacher, for you have one teacher and you're all brothers. And call no man on your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. Neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor of the Christ. And then he says, The greatest among you shall be your servant. And so Jesus says, Don't serve to be noticed by others. Oh boy, that's hard. Because sometimes I've served and I'm I'm hoping people will see me. (laughs) And that's wrong. I want to serve to please Jesus. I can remember once in our other church building, I was doing something, and I, I was doing something in the main room, setting up something for quite a while, all by myself, serving the Lord, and then somebody happened to walk into the back of the room and saw me serving. And I... I was happy they saw me. (laughs) And I thought, oh, Lord, you said not to serve so that others will see you. So we want to serve in secret if we can. We want to serve not for the praise of men or so that others see us. So we're to serve in secret. He says in Matthew 6, 1-4, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received the reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So you, uh, you young men and young women, you, you kids, some of you teenagers, have you ever made your bed in the morning and thought, oh, I hope my dad sees this? Or I hope my mom sees this? <laughs> I've done that at times. I've have made I've made, made Christian, I've made our bed and I think, "Well, I hope she comes in and sees this and thanks me." No, I want to do it as under the Lord. <laughs> Jesus says, "Don't do your things to be noticed by men." And then the final thing I just want to say is that we're to serve others by using the gifts God has given us to bless others. 1 Peter 4:10 says, "As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace." It says each one of us has received a gift, a gift. Each one of you in this room has at least one gift from God. Most likely, more than one. Many gifts. And you are to use those to serve others. And so, like the worship team tonight, they use their gifts of music to serve us. You know, they could use their gifts of music just for their own glory. But they're using their gifts to serve us. And so many others, just whatever gift you have, how can you use it to serve others? There's probably many ways. But every single believer... Now, don't think that, well, if I don't know what my gift is, I can't be a servant. No. You just serve in whatever way opens up. Whatever way God opens up, and He will make it clear what your gifts are as you continue on. I I remember once, uh, years ago, Someone who was, It was their first Sunday that they ever came to our church. And they came up to me and they said, some of you have heard this story, they came up to me and they said, well, I just want you to know that we, we have a gift of teaching. And, uh, you know, so w- when we come here, we, we kind of hope that we'll get to teach, expect to sort of get to teach. And I remember thinking in my mind, thinking, well, I think it'd be good if you started off by helping to set up chairs in the morning." I didn't say that to him. But I just remember thinking, just serve wherever you can. I, when I was first a brand new Christian, I didn't know what gifts God had given me. I just tried to serve wherever I could. And I, I remember Tim, Tim McKelvey and I, many, many, many years ago, when we were in our 20s, probably, when Jesus first saved me, I didn't know what my gifts were. But I I remember hearing that I should try to serve wherever I could. And I've told this story before, but one of our friends, Debbie, had dents in her car. and So I went to the auto place, and I bought stuff to patch the dents and sand them and and paint them. And I did such a bad job on her car, I learned that auto repair was not one of my gifts. (laughs) But just try to serve wherever you can, and God will make it clear to you what your gifts are. And so, I'll wrap it up here by saying that Jesus promises that when we serve others, He will reward us. He will reward us. Remember how He said to the sheep, you who are on My right, enter into the joy of your Master. He blesses those who serve. And so, Proverbs 19.17 says, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. Proverbs 11.25 says, whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. And then Colossians 3.23-24 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you'll receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. And you know, we are so blessed. I, I've been so blessed all through the years by this church because you really are a church of servants. There's so, many, so many of you serve in so many ways. Um, and that's just such a blessing. It's been such a blessing to me. So let's pray and let's ask God to just help us to be the best servants we can possibly be. Lord Jesus, thank you that you you became the ultimate servant. And you gave your life for us. And so Lord Jesus, help us. Please help me. Please help everyone here in this room and everyone watching this. Please help all these young people, Lord. Help us all to be servants, to be like You, Jesus. Lord, we need Your help and Your grace because it doesn't come naturally, but we know that You are working in us, causing us to will and to work for Your good pleasure. So just please keep making us more and more like You, the greatest servant of all. We ask this in Your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.